0: Welcome to Nintendo Dads, episode 417, recorded on March 9th, 2023. On tonight's episode, we talk about Pokemon breaking updates, Wii U paperweights, and three events, including the Super Mario Brothers Movie Direct. Jesse, you know what to do.
1: Hey, what's up everybody welcome to the show we're glad you're here it's good to see you it's march 9th and we are in the a- aftermath of the final trailer for the super mario brothers movie which was spectacular it was wonderful and has left me just i can't wait even more for the show especially now let's watch it now especially after finding super mario brothers the movie toys in stores this week and um uh, providing a short little unboxing video uh, for everybody over on our YouTube channel. Uh, joining me on the show tonight is Tim. Ah! Tim. Is it- I- Tim. I- Tim- I- what's up, Marty? How you doing, Tim? Marty. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Um, I've had coffee. Yes. I've got my water. I'm locked and yes. loaded for the next 90 minutes of uh craziness here. Uh yes. it's
0: all downhill. Once the music it is, plays, it's all downhill from here. Uh how are you Tim? I'm doing good. It's uh been crazy missing, you know, the last episode I wasn't able to join in on on it, but uh feeling much better, rested and all that kind of stuff. So uh excited to be on this week and talk about this exciting stuff with you guys. So how are Absolutely. you
1: doing? Absolutely. And also, I'm I've already told you. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Are you sure? It's okay. I'm. Are you sure? Yes. You're okay? Why are you, would you, are you? Why would you? Are you contained? I'm contained. <laughs> um, I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not looking away during the intro of the show to download uh, new Metroid Prime remastered icons on Nintendo Switch Online. Oh, um, well. All right, go to Jesse while I go to the icons. Yeah, Jesse. Also joining us, as you know, uh, Nintendo Dad's eight year employee in a row. We're bumping you up, man. We're we're into year eights
2: now. Uh, How's it going? Pretty good. Uh, uh, Speaking of containments, uh, I died at the bullet Uh, last week. My wife had had got COVID, and oh no, oh no, I did not. So. We're good, and, and it's that kind of good that she did get it last week because she's going out of town tomorrow and will be gone for until the following weekend, and she just knows now that she's not going to catch it because she, she should have high immunity right now, right? <laughs> right. So right? She's fine. And, and look, <laughs> uh, COVID is a trip-ruiner for sure. Yeah, and that, where she's ruin- going will be hundreds if not a few thousands of people in a relatively tight space. So, Mm. yeah, so she'll she'll be fine. (laughs) She'll be
1: be fantastic. She's going to have a great time. I'm glad she's feeling better, too. Well, with that being said, guys, we've got a bunch of news. We're glad that you're all joining us here for Episode 417. So let's dive right into it. Let's go. Our news is brought to us each and every week by you guys over at patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads. That's patreon.com backslash Nintendo dads, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can join up and be part of one of the greatest online communities in the world. $5 gets you the whole slate of sub channels there in the discord. Uh $10 gets you pre and post show audio and art card every quarter and $30 gets you on the show. Speaking of, Starting next week, we've got a two-week run of our Patreon producers that are going to be on the show. Next week, we'll be joined by R.J. Kern. No? No? Uh no, I think no.
2: I, I, saw cancel- I saw cancellation emails from him.
0: He, he will be you. on the show, but uh, not next week. <laughs> not next week. But
1: after yes. that, after that, the week after that, our good friend Dave Ernzberger will be stopping by. Uh, yes. And we always enjoy having Dave on the show. Uh, and so if you're a patreon producer or you want to be a patreon producer 30 dollars a month gets you in that spot gets you on the show gets you to bring your own topic you get to hang out with the dads you get to be an official dad or nintendo mom in the case of uh jacqueline so there you go that yep. is correct patreon.com backslash nintendo dads head on over there yes uh guys I'm let's talk about this huge no no i'm not uh, <laughs> i'm not downloading a. Uh, I'm not downloading Kirby frames and backgrounds from the online uh, <laughs> app either the, you know what I'm, can I say this can, can I say this like people rag on Nintendo a little bit for their offerings here sometimes but they've they've knocked it out of the park with these Metroid prime remastered uh, icon options and the Kirby Heck return yeah. to dreamland deluxe the Kirby Re- return to dreamland deluxe ones look amazing uh, yes, they do. and the prime ones. Look, I, I'm just buying all the Prime ones out of principle because I want Nintendo to know make more Metroid. That
2: yes. just just do. It. Do, they, do they let uh, you mix and match icon families yet, or no?
0: Not yet. No. I want them to. Uh-huh. Uh, that that is my wish <laughs> yeah. for these mix and match. Like I want, so my, I my, want my
1: I want my Animal Crossing character in front of the gritty Metroid Prime backgrounds. Heck yeah! With like a. Um, with, I don't know, like a Fire Emblem ring around it. I don't know. I, I That's <laughs> false. Because I've downloaded zero Fire Emblem icons, and it will stay at zero unless someone commandeers <laughs> my Switch and makes it happen. It will I not. Those make all less those Fire Emblem, ones ones, make more Metroid.
2: Yes. Yep. I agree with that statement. What's that? I downloaded all those Famicom ones from a few months oh, ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, they need to do all of those. Do all the all the pixel art and all that. That's that would be great. Anyway. Virtual boy uh, icon Let's trust cowards. Where where is our virtual boy um like uh app for our the for console. the it's yeah. never it's never come out on any home system. It's time then to know. They missed the chance of the three DS because that would have been perfect. Yes. They no, no it's I will agree with that, but I think they also missed a chance when Labo had the virtual reality. That yeah, too, yes. But that they that could was... they could have put it right there. Yes. What Nintendo? Probably we we would make have ideas not lost of any money.
2: resolution in the process. <laughs> that when, is exactly when right. When the
0: Switch DS comes out, that's when uh, the um, Virtual Boy will be out on the NSO. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's, uh, it's never going to happen.
1: Never going to happen. Uh, let's talk about something that did happen today. The final trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie was shown off in a very short, yet very powerful direct uh, that included Miyamoto, It included uh, Chris Melodandry from um, Illumination, uh, the voice cast, uh, basically the, all the major voice cast, uh, which I, I, I believe is now identified Mario, Luigi, uh, Peach Toad, uh, Donkey Kong, and who was the other one? Bowser. Bowser. Why am I – how, <laughs> how I do you miss Jack Black? How did I miss Jack Black? Jack Black? I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they they just kind of were piped in via video, but I like – I love the banner back and forth between them. Uh, very, Bowser Day. I'm in support of Bowser Day. Um, and for those of you who haven't seen it yet, <laughs> he was trying to get uh, Anya Taylor-Joy to, to talk about – uh, that Mario Day should be Bowser Day and, yes. and that we should erase all the Mario stuff and maybe Bowser Day. As uh, he should. Yeah. He so the, I was, I, I will be honest up front, before we talk about this trailer, um, that I was expecting, when they said final trailer, right, I was kind of expecting like a little, like two minutes or more, right? Uh, this, was, this was significantly shorter than that. Uh, the actual runtime of the trailer, I believe, I watched it on uh, Universal's YouTube page earlier as well. The actual runtime of the trailer was like a minute and twenty-eight seconds or something. But what yeah, an action-packed! A and a half. What what an action-packed uh, trailer it was! Yes, um, there's a lot of stuff in. There's it. a lot of stuff going in here. Uh, so uh, Luigi starts out uh, trapped in Bowser's castle, or or wherever. I guess it's Bowser's castle. Uh, Luma shown off for the first time uh, that best character of the movie right now. Yes. (laughs) Uh, If you haven't, I'm like, I don't want to spoil it. If you haven't seen it, you need to go check it out because Luma is the highlight of the trailer to me or or one of them. So good. Um, But it does confirm that Luma is in the movie uh, as we've seen the, the the McDonald's toy, you know, earlier Um, from there, there's some things shown off. Uh, I think one of the biggest, the biggest parts of the trailer uh, would be donkey kong and mario using power-ups and donkey kong uses the fire flower which we've never seen in a in a mario game and becomes like firepower donkey kong mario yeah. eats a mushroom
2: grows a little bit uh, yeah, during um, that during that scene my focus was on the mushroom i first i didn't even know mario was in the scene and then i didn't even then i saw a game explained short on youtube that said oh yeah he's powering up with the mushroom
1: yeah and like until you pointed that out and we watched it in the pre-show before we went live i had i had totally missed it because i was flipping out about donkey kong right right uh love the the like the action of them running through a stage if that's what you want to call it uh and then they showed off a lot more like or a lot or, or some of the action during the mario kart sequence to me
2: Donkey Kong had white highlights in his fur. Yes, it was so good. It was red. Um, was it tie white, too? I don't remember.
1: I, co- I, I couldn't so. see.
0: I couldn't see that. Everything that was I, going by so fast. And just yeah, a it was lot such a fast face. Sure.
1: So at this point, I think I can kind of start to piece together the storyline of the movie, which would be we start in Brooklyn. Mario and Luigi somehow found a pipe that transports them to the Mushroom Kingdom. Uh, Mario gets to the right place. Luigi does not, and the the this is not a Mario saves the princess movie. This is a Mario saves his brother movie, uh, no. and from there Bowser's coming to the Mushroom Kingdom to take it over. And somehow the end action sequence where they defeat Bowser is going to be Mario Kart. It's what it looks like, well, at least. Doesn't the-
2: necessarily mean it's the end. It's
1: just but, a scene. Well, that's what I was going to say too. Is like. I don't think they're revealing even 25% of this movie. Right? I really think that there's so much more under the surface, but what I'm seeing is so good. I can't wait to see this. Mm-hmm. So, some uh, what what do you guys think? I mean, what like what stuck out to you in this trailer?
0: I want to see it right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> like can we go? Can it be April just, the 5th just or whatever day right it now? is now? Yeah, Nintendo, can you get the Nintendo dads together to go watch it together right now? <laughs> Advanced screening that would be yes. lovely on IMAX, of course, on the best on the best screen a, that we could the possibly da- see the on. best display possible. Um, so, it,
2: so I, I did pre order I did order a ticket for myself for the fifth. Uh, it's not an IMAX theater. Uh, but, uh, it was weirdly enough, there was one showing in 3d and that was like two 30 in the afternoon. I'm like, well, I can't do that. I'm working. So I got like a seven 30 ish showing on you know one of the, still one of the larger screens, but it just won't be in 3d, which is yeah. fine. Yeah. Tickets. I checked earlier.
1: Tickets are still not on sale here, uh, locally for us, uh, A couple other things I wanted to mention that came along with this um, was Miyamoto mentioned one more thing for those who live in the United States. uh, And really, it would say those who live in New York uh, is that Mario's boots from the movie have been they've made a replica of those. And those are going to be on uh, display at Nintendo New York. He did mention it will be at the store starting tomorrow. Uh, and also uh, the Super Mario Brothers plumbing or smbplumbing.com website got an update, uh, which indicates that there are actually going to be plumbing van tours in various cities later this month. Uh, and by later this month, we mean there's going to be a van in Austin, Texas for Mario Day. Uh, there's also going to be a van in New York, which I assume is going to be at the store as well. Uh, it will be there on the thirtieth, Boston, Massachusetts, March twenty fourth through twenty sixth, Los Angeles on April first, and San Francisco March twentieth through the twenty fourth. Once again, the southeast is not part of America, according to Nintendo, <laughs> or any state that's doesn't touching a body or the Midwest body of water, right? Yeah. Like. Take this thing around. Like, listen, if Oscar Mayer, if a hot dog company can make an entire Wiener mobile and send it through every state in the union every year, you can send the Mario van in every state. Come on.
2: This is right. way more important than Wieners. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh, uh, Koopa Kit in the chat reminds us that if you go to an AMC theater tomorrow, with proof of purchase of pre-ordered tickets, or pre-order it there in their box office, you'll get a free duh, dual-sided poster. Ah,
1: no AMC theaters here in like a two-hour radius
2: either. Bah. I have an AMC, I, several AMCs in
0: my area, but but I don't prefer going to them. Me neither. Um, right. It's tempting though.
1: Uh, also, Especially on- if that one
0: side has Bowser on it. <laughs>
1: right. Also on the site, uh, you can click some links and it will show a fake captcha image uh, featuring Mario and Luigi, uh, where you have to click traffic lights. Mine said, uh, find all the cars. Uh, okay. And so yeah, mine, mine uh, was
2: traffic lights.
1: Yeah. And uh, it makes sure that you're not a bot. And all of them are. It's not like real photos. It's literally things from the steals from the movie. Um, and so I, right now. We're within the the thirty day window. This cannot get here fast enough. I cannot wait for this movie. I cannot wait for people to see it. I think it's going to go gangbusters. I like. I, I I will tell you that during the this trailer, I I teared up. I this is my childhood. Right, Mario, Mario is the thing. Like Mario got me through a lot of hard times when I was a kid. And so yeah. this is going to be, um, ugh, I cannot wait. The only thing that would make this better. And I thought this today and, and got a little was like, I would have loved to have seen this with my dad. Yes. Like mm-hmm. he's the one who got me the, a Nintendo to begin with. So I, does like
0: I'm with you on that one, Marty for
1: sure that that first trailer, like the the teaser trailer, yeah, that came out that came out that afternoon. it was that it was the day that he passed, yeah, so I had this like intense moment of joy followed by this really really crappy thing. Yeah. and so I like I've thought kind of often over the last uh couple of days or well or you know it last couple of months seeing trailers come out like man i would have loved to have seen that with him and my son and i, I guess i feel sir and, yeah like I, <laughs> I guess i guess i'm all in my feels because like it's his birthday in two days and so that's uh avenue that i didn't think we would go down here during <laughs> the show but sorry sorry i don't
0: want to bring the mood down um i didn't actually bring the mood down it was it was it was nice to hear um, it was nice to hear that, you know, you would want to see that with your if, dad.
2: Yeah, if that didn't bring the news down. Maybe the next two bullets might.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else about
1: uh, about this uh, Nintendo Direct? I don't think so. I think we covered everything. Or Mario Day in general. Um, you know, We got that topic covered later. Look, I kind of feel like, I, I know we do, but I kind of feel like Nintendo kind of uh, shot early on uh, Mario Day. Like everything came out yesterday. <laughs> the, the, you know, but the Mario Kart tracks came
0: out, and I've got I Mario. Think it, I think they did fine. It was leading up to it. And then uh, yeah, yeah. Everything else going on. I, like, I guess I was just hoping for that
1: 8 o'clock tweet tonight that they always publish, you know, like on a Thursday. Like, oh, hey, Mar- in honor of Mario Day, Super Mario Land is now available for the Game Boy uh, uh, oh, yeah, app. Yeah. Or, uh, hey, in honor of Mario Day, here's... um. You know, I don't know, Like it, it just would have been neat. Here's a Mario
2: theme for the Switch.
0: Now <laughs> <laughs> that, no, that says, would be something. Koopa Kid says,
2: ma 9 nao Day. <laughs> 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 it's kind
1: of what it was. Um, so let's talk about this next little bullet point here. Uh, last week, we talked about the Pokemon Day and the update for Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet. Uh, that is out. That was supposed to be maybe a performance fix, but really it was probably just p- paving the way for the DLC uh, to be added. Well, now it has been revealed that that update is known to corrupt save files on a certain on certain people's save uh, switches. So, originally, uh, the thought was that it was related to sending postcards from Pokemon Go. But people are reporting their saves getting corrupted, even if they don't have a Pokemon Go account. Uh, hopefully, Jesse, you've not had this happen. Have you checked?
2: I have not had it happen. I I, I pretty much I logged in to set, and sent two two or three postcards, and then when this news hit, I I stopped. So yeah. I haven't loaded it uh, in my my game in about a week. Hope I haven't booted mine up more. since I updated it. You what? I have an open mind since I updated. it.
1: Okay, so I'm afraid to now until there's a fix. So
2: Lockon says the save corruption is real. Bird Fuel's brother lost a hundred hours. Oh my gosh!
1: Can it really like at this point? Can it get any worse for this generation of, of like this this
2: game? Oh, and do you know what would have been a nice easy fix for this? cloud saves. Save clouds. Yeah, amazing yeah. how that cloud works. Saves, yeah.
1: It's amazing how technology works
0: in 2023. <laughs> <sighs> oh my gosh. I was just going to uh, say it doesn't it doesn't do cloud saves? No. Pokémon games don't do cloud saves? No, because, because they don't the, want Because of the cheaters. Yeah,
2: they don't they, they don't want you uh, Oh
0: my god! They don't want you
1: do tr- they don't tr- want you tr- duping items and Pokémon. Yeah.
2: yeah, they don't want you trading away your cocoa and then uh or that's the one I was thinking of uh, and then quitting loading your save state
0: and then now you have your Val Quoc- back. Quoc- Quoc- uh- they can fix that. I mean, it won't do anything about this now, but they can totally do something about that.
2: Yeah, and have that more is, server or science. not, using
0: the, using the well, aim technology that is used for NFTs and <laughs> stuff yeah, but like
2: that. then of course it requires to be online to play and people aren't going to like that. Nope. <laughs> nope
1: nope that's that got uh suicide squad no. kill the justice league delayed again. nfts
0: don't record no you don't need to be online for that part i'm saying there there's a way to do it if they have uh like cryptocurrencies or nfts could they not could they not just use blockchain to do it yeah that's what i'm saying
2: yeah i don't know enough
0: about the blockchain i would purposely avoided that topic <laughs> They could do a safe thing where blockchains, if it doesn't match or something doesn't match up or, you know, you try to cheat it, it could, that could prevent it But, of from course, cheating. if
2: you have memory problems, then you'll have the next news bullet. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, if you've got a Wii U right Love now, the segues today. Just keep on going. Yeah, going Jesse,
1: back. you're killing it with segues. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, just don't die on a segway like the guy who bought the company. Um no. Here's the deal. If you've got a Wii U somewhere in a closet or a drawer or a box in your garage, you should probably go and get it out and power it up and do some updates. Here's why. Uh, You may say, I don't want to play the Wii U anymore. That's yesterday's news. Well, if you'd ever like to play your Wii U again, Wii U's appear to be self-bricking with prolonged storage. And it's a good idea to pick these up and take a look at uh, eShops since they're shutting down in a few weeks. Uh, but people are discovering as they've dusted off their system to download games that they are finding their entire system inoperable showing area code or error code 160-0103 um, in fact this error is so bad that people have restored their fa- systems to factory and it's still there. <laughs> Uh, if you wonder why I laughed just now, it's because uh, Tim had haunch- some artifacting in his camera. Uh, the the haunches <laughs> of Tim's cat just came into view <laughs> in his uh in his his camera there. Uh, but anyway, this is suspected to be a, uh, a related to the quality of NAND memory used in the system that results with data degradation after lack of use, and so it's a probably a good job or a good idea. Get your Wii U out. Test it out. Be sure that it still works. And guys, let's be honest. Um, this is only going to make aftermarket
2: we use shoot up in price. Right? Would yeah. you agree? Yeah, and since since that makes N- sense. N- since N- Nintendo no longer services them, so they they aren't going to get repaired. I don't know if they could be repaired by third parties, because but uh, if I know if people possible. If people modded their Wii U, they could. Part of the process should have been to get a NAND backup. So you should be able to use that to restore. Yes. And that might recover your system. But if you've never modded it, then you're kind of screwed. Yeah. I would mention this as well
1: that uh, Nintendo UK seems to have some type of walkthrough on their website about how to deal with this specific area code. But people have noticed that that walkthrough is not working. So they knew about the issue uh, enough to publish some type of fix for it. But that is it's not seeming to work for people who have had uh, problems. So check your Wii U, folks. It's kind of like your it's kind of like your elderly grandparents at this point. Check in on them. Tell them you love them. Tell them you love them. Play a game with them for a little bit. Listen to them and reminisce about the good old days. I think my Wii
2: U is in my son's bedroom.
1: Well, I will tell you this. My Wii U uh, is now at my house again. It had been here in my office. But my son decided, hey, dad, I'd really like to play Wind Waker and Twilight Princess. And so I moved the Wii U home. And guess what? Thank goodness it still works. So... Um, I also, the other big reason he wanted it was, um, the only Mario and Luigi game that did not get a remake was partners in time. And he recently replayed through superstar saga on Game Boy Advance NSO, and he wanted to play partners in time. He's played all the others. And so before I I, I bought that and it was like 10 bucks. And then I started going through my Wii U wish list and I was like, oh gosh, there's so much here that I want, you know, before it <laughs> shuts down. So we did have to do the trick of buying a digital Amazon card, putting hmm. it yeah. on Switch, then watching the money transfer over. So I've still got $10. Hopefully I can get at least one thing off my wish list. But
2: um, well, I if do. You, don't, want- you can still spend that money on your Switch. That's right. That's it's right. The, at least, at least, it's not vaporware. Well, like here, we money was.
1: Here's kind of what I what I would like to do with it is I want to use it on 3ds to get all of the Mario and Luigi games that were released there before
0: okay. they go away. I actually I picked not, up Awakening because I'd never had that game.
1: Yeah, Fire Emblem Awakening. Mm-hmm.
0: That one's my favorite.
1: That, I think that's the one that kind of restarted the. Yeah. The rebirth of Fire
2: Emblem.
0: That was the one, make it or break it. (laughs) And it made it. It was their Final Fantasy. Yeah. So
1: check your Wii U, spend some time with it, dust it off, go play those old games. It'll be okay. Uh, Also in the news, the Nintendo Switch is now officially the longest lasting Nintendo console generation. The Wii was the previous holder of this title. It released on the 19th of November in 2006, and it was followed up by the Wii U on the 18th of November, 2002 or 2012, which was 2,191 days later. The Switch released on the 3rd of March, 2017. 2,192 days after that date was the 4th of March, 2023. So congratulations, Nintendo Switch. On officially being the longest-lasting Nintendo console generation. Uh, also, I want to add in with that that uh, it was reported earlier this week that Nintendo Switch sales are down 29 percent from this time last year, and so we're starting to see some wear on console sales. Oh and, no, uh, Nintendo's doomed. Yeah, they're doomed. They're doomed. <laughs> uh, it's not. I mean, it's not like the Mario mm-hmm. movie and um, Tears of the Kingdom won't pick that right back up, right? Um, right. So there and, you go, you know, especially um, if they do. People a, are focused on the PS5 right
2: now, now that they can finally buy one.
1: I have seen more PS5s out in the wild in the last two <laughs> weeks than I've seen in three years. It's a miracle. Uh I don't know what they did, but some some video game voodoo. Uh, also, here the new Pokemon anime that won't feature Ash as the protagonist uh, will start airing on, in Japan on April 14th. And since Netflix likes to release them in 12-episode bundles in North America, we probably won't have access to these episodes until August, at the earliest likely September. And by that time, we'll know every freaking thing that happens,
2: because Twitter can't shut up. Right. I just wish it was a nice way for, to watch it. I, I would watch the Japanese version with English subs. I have no problem with that. If, say, if Crunchyroll picked up the rights for that type of distribution, I would be all over it. But... You know, Netflix has it, so we're stuck with this plan. Mm. Yep. Stuck I, with my Netflix. Youngest, my youngest daughter is waiting for the the final arc of, of with Ash because she's 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 caught up up to that point. She just wants the last twelve episodes, <laughs> and I'm like, we're probably not going to see those until May or June. But we already know he goes home. He retires
1: with Pikachu. And then one day, Pikachu goes rabid, and they have to take him into a cave and put him down. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry if I spoiled it. It's the new uh, version of the old yeller. That, yeah, well, he is, is yellow. Like, is that the yep. same
2: cave that they found Mewtwo in?
1: Yep. Yep. They lay him to rest right there. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Not to be outdone by Nintendo, there were two other companies that had presentations this week. Uh, the first was Level 5, who is now apparently back with a vengeance after closing up shop here in North America and deciding we didn't need their games right. uh, for a while. Uh, they, were, they had pretty much a tour de force during the last uh, Nintendo Direct. And uh, here's some info we want to share uh, with you uh, from those presentations. Uh, Decap- Decapolis was shown off. Decapolis, Decapolis, uh, whatever. Hey, Decapolis. I like their way
2: better, but it is
1: Decapolis. (laughs) Well, they're stupid. Uh, That's coming to Nintendo Switch. That's what happens
2: when you put it in one word, with no spaces, all caps.
1: Yep. You get Arceus and Arceus. Um, Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, all getting this game uh, in 2023. This looks kind of like a futuristic cop, uh,
2: but with a level five take on it. Uh, so I might give this one a try. I wasn't interested in it the first time through, but uh, when, but with this little bit lot bigger reveal, I, depending on what's going on, when it releases, I might give it a try.
0: It does look interesting.
1: It Yeah. Uh, also coming to Nintendo switch in 2023 is a uh, fantasy life. I, the girls who steals time and uh, Jesse, uh, is this just a remake of the original fantasy life or no, it is a new is story.
2: brand new. So why is it yeah. just, why can't it be called fantasy life too? They actually did say in the, uh, in the, the event that the I stands for multiple things. And it says like one of which is, you know, it's, it's held on a, on an Island and it's uh, it's, I think, like interactive, it's multi- multiplayer elements. I forget what the other one was. And he said there's a fourth thing that he won't reveal. Yeah. She has a lazy eye. I don't know. But uh,
1: I I don't know. <laughs> anyway, whatever. It's coming out this year too. Also coming out this year. Uh Megaton Musashi
2: Wired uh coming oh. into the switch. We don't know if this is coming out this year or not. Oh, 23 or 24. I see yeah, that right for, here. For the last 3 games, they didn't specify any date range, but said at the end that they're planning on releasing all 5 games before the end of next year. Oh, lord. Uh, okay. That's a lot of games. That's a lot of games.
1: Uh, this one will have cross-platform multiplayer. Uh, what is this one about?
2: Uh, it was like I don't know, like a mech battle type of game. Oh, yeah, it sounds like a mech battler. Yeah. Apparently, it's uh it's a game that was previously released in Japan only. This is like a remaster that is getting a worldwide release. Okay. All the games here are coming worldwide. Okay. There isn't okay. anything here that's Japan only.
1: Good deal. Professor Layton and the New World of Steam, which takes place a year after the events of Professor Layton and the Unwound Future, which was the third game in the franchise. Uh, it was September 2010 when that came out. That's coming exclusively to Nintendo Switch 23 or 24. That's something
2: I'm looking forward to.
1: Yeah. If you, Professor Layton is, it's like Sherlock Holmes with puzzles, uh, which yes. is really cool. Uh, almost like a Where's Waldo type thing, too, because like you got to go around town and find different things on the map. and.
2: Yeah. And the, the roles are flipped a little bit. So in the previous games, you had, you know, Layton and Luke, the boy apprentice. But you know, at the end of Unborn Future*, Luke went to America, and so th- this this game is, is in America. So Luke is known as Detective Luke because he solved problems in America, and Layton is the unknown. No one—he's just a normal un- anonymous gentleman. He's not even a professor. They don't even accept his degree. <laughs> so, I don't know how they're going to do that, in the, how that's going to play out in the story. But I th- thought that was an interesting take. Okay.
1: Uh, also, also uh, coming out uh, in Inazuma Eleven Victory Road. No details on which consoles this is coming to. Just coming in twenty three or twenty four. I don't know what that is, but hopefully a, somebody's a, excited about that.
2: It's a soccer game that has deep history. Has been games going back to like. Super Nintendo era, if not even ah. earlier. They said that there are almost uh, like 5,000 characters f- going from going back to every previous Inazuma 11 game that can be playable. So that's going to be nuts for those who care about that.
1: Okay. Cool. Uh,
2: also, Capcom held a spotlight this week, cool. and we're well, just going to go kinda... there. Oh. Inferno says D- Detective Luke should join up with Detective Pikachu. Detective, look at you.
1: <laughs> you can have a Pikachu or you can have a look at you. I don't know if I like that. Well, one's just small and one's a little larger. Is that <laughs> oh, a, look at you. Is that the, is that the difference? They Pikachu or they look at you.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I, oh. I finally get to pun you're, you're throwing. Yeah. Out. <laughs> uh, anyway...
1: Uh Capcom Spotlight also happened this week with news about upcoming Capcom games. Uh here's some things uh notable for Nintendo Switch. Mega Man ba- Battle Network Legacy Collection uh will be available April 14th. Uh that includes Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4 and PC. Uh it will include 499 patch cards that were only available as physical cards in Japan uh before this and those work with Battle Network 4 and higher games. Uh, you can disable the option in game, but also another option I'm excited about. I like this is Buster Max Mode, which gives you uh, damage which is 100 times normal for easier battles for those who just want to enjoy the story. You can turn this on and off in the g- during the game, but it's not available while battling online. Duh, right? Uh, also, Seasons 1 and 2 of Mega Man NT Warrior Anime will be available to watch for free starting on March 21st to get you ready for uh the Mega Man Battle so, Network Legacy so, Collection. The,
2: the funny part was, I was thinking they should re- show re- release those anime, because I liked the anime. And then they talked about releasing the anime, but they didn't say how.
0: Yeah, I was going to say doing, it for free to watch.
2: <laughs> but Apparently, what they're doing is it'll be marathoned on Twitch on the twenty first, and like that means I have to like be there and watch it. I want mm. to be able to. So that's
1: the only way you can see it. Like it's just going to be a one time playthrough
2: and then done. I, I think it seems so unless they do unless they put it up on YouTube in episodes that we can go back later. What Capcom? What do you, you you cray? Cap- you do come on. You do one thing nice, but you still screw it up a little bit.
1: Right. So I don't know. Right uh some other notable things from this uh street fighter 5 or i'm sorry street fighter 6 not coming to the switch duh. uh comes out june 2nd on uh, all all uh next gen That's platforms crazy. um capcom town is a digital theme park celebrating the 40th anniversary this june uh actually june 12th you can go see it right now or check out a teaser website at teaser.captown.capcom.com, which is
2: not a confusing uh, URL at all. captown.capcom.com. Yeah, to type it was confusing and to speak it out loud is confusing. And, of course, which (laughs) made things even worse is when I was taking these notes at the time of the presentation, the website 404 is up now. It's working. It it wasn't working at the time. Perfect.
1: Um, Exoprimal not coming to Switch. Ghost Trick, though, is coming to Nintendo Switch. Ghost Trick Phantom Detective is out June 30th. Uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak is coming to other consoles. Resident Evil is getting an animated movie called Death Island. Kind of sounds like Dead Island, which, duh. I mean, come on, guys. There's other words for death, like, you know, passed away island. Uh, (laughs) I don't know. Resident (laughs) Evil 4 uh, remake is also coming March 24th. Or no? Is this just the original Resident Evil Four?
2: It's a it's a remake.
1: The remake is coming March twenty fourth. To it
2: just doesn't have remake in the title. as well.
1: Uh, just Resident Evil Four. Okay, so yeah. PlayStation Four, Five, Xbox Series, and PC on March twenty fourth. It'll probably like never come to Switch via cloud, or it'll do it two years later, and
2: nobody will care. Uh, this Did we ever also seven in the cloud like we were supposed to get. I don't think I so. I, Maybe I don't think so. They I don't know. Have been out last year and. I haven't seen anything about it
1: somebody will am actually us in the chat uh, if Please if we do. you know yeah uh, yet another capcom presentation with no news about a new mega man game <laughs> at I least it had
2: more than 5 games this time
1: are uh, speaking see
2: mega man 12 or persona 6 first who knows <laughs> they
1: they said mega man 12 was coming cuz it, it sold a million but anyway um we if do I'm have some mighty number 10. God, no, <laughs> please don't. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Um, speaking of game releases and updates, uh, Front Mission 2 remake is coming June 12th. Rune Factory 3 special has been delayed till September 5th. And this week, Chucklefish announced Wargroove 2 will be coming with no release window, given only a game announcement. And they showed off some art. Uh, as well so if you loved Wargroove uh, get excited you're getting another one um, maybe it will like I don't know I probably won't buy that second one the first one just did not do it for me
0: um, no sorry we got plenty of people in the community who are going to be picking that one well
2: up. yeah, yeah it, it, have it. There, was a, there was a lot of multiplayer game going on with the first
1: game. I I yes. cannot tell you how absolutely let down I was after I played that game for the first time uh, but anyway, that and Pocket Rumble, which ironically were both from Chucklefish. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I, I mean, I've liked some of their other games, but not not Wardroove and not Pocket Rumble. Well, guys, that's our uh, news for this week. Uh, let's take a quick ad break for our friends at Manscaped.
0: Spring is sprung and our friends at Manscaped have the best tools for some spring cleaning. They've already helped you tidy up all the nooks and crannies of your body's basement. But this year Manscaped can help you get the perfect presentation on that beautiful face with a new beard hedger pro kit. Make sure you look your best this spring by using code NINDADS to get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Again, that's NINDADS, N-I-N-D-A-D-S, for 20% off and free shipping. It's time to tame your mane with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. The sun is peeking back out, which means you'll have to show your face in the daylight again. So use the kit to make sure your scruff looks award-winning, whether you got glorious beard flow or some smooth, sleek cheeks. (laughs) The kit starts off with the Beard Hedger, a waterproof cordless trimmer with a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair-cutting lengths all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of add-ons. It also comes with a titanium-coated T-blades that are tough on hair but smooth on your face, leading to single-stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. The Beard Hedger is a high-tech piece of art in a travel-sized package with a long-lasting battery, universal charging, and a strong motor. Next, the kit has the liquid goods to make you feel good. Starting with the beard shampoo and conditioner, you can't treat your beard like you treat your pubes. That's why the kit has special shampoo and conditioner, specially designed to moisturize, reduce ingrown hairs, and replenish your beard's natural oils and promote beard health. The Pro Kit has also has Manscaped's beard oil. The nutrient-infused oil relieves dryness both on the beard and the skin beneath, while still adding a little shimmer and shine to live up the look or liven up the look. Which Jesse, you used a little bit of that beard oil. You said in the pre-show a little bit.
2: Yeah, I used I used some of it for the first time today. That obviously only one one use isn't going to do anything yet. It's something I will have to it, continually do. I'll I'll try to do it like every other day and see how it looks next week
0: okay yep so cap it off with the beard balm a pomade that shapes styles and moisturizes bring the amazing scent of fresh eucalyptics rosemary and lavender essential oils not to mention the beard hedger pro Ki- beard kit also comes with three free gifts a beard brush comb and scissors to ensure your beard is ready to impress so remember use nindads at manscaped.com and save 20% off and free shipping uh, to get your order. Marty, you wanted to add something to this too. You've been using their products as well. So what did you want to add?
1: Uh, Just that uh, like after uh, several weeks of using like the beard hedger and different things like that, I can't be more impressed. I mean, I've had other um, similar tools before, like, uh, you know, rechargeable electric trimmer and things. And it just does not get as precise as that, that one that they sent us. And so I'm yes. super, super happy about that and super happy about my replenishment plan. Uh, the peak perform peak hygiene plan. I switched over to that uh, within the last week or so. And it's been uh, really, really good. Uh, that that all yes. came in. Everything was perfect. I did get um, some of their new cologne
0: that they are selling along with that peak hygiene plan. And it is fantastic. Yeah. Peak hygiene program is very nice. So it helps put you on, uh, on these consumables that you use on a subscription based plan so that you get your, you always have it on hand when you need it. So I have it, I have that too for the shampoo and the uh, body wash. Uh, I'll probably be adding some of the other things on it uh, for the things I don't need every month, but you know, something that uh, is nice to do
2: and you mentioned like your
0: universal charging or
2: something like that yeah I was well I, I was surprised when that that used USB-C I'm like oh okay so yes cause like my all my plugs in my bathroom are full of other chargers because they have special cables to charge my regular razor or my son's toothbrush and things like that so I'm like oh, I can just plug this into my computer and charge it that way
0: So if any of you out there have any questions on any of the products, Manscaped has been kind enough to give us a lot of their products. So we've all had some experience with their products one way or another. So if you have any questions, reach out to us, DM us, uh, email us, all the, which ways you know how to do that with the Nintendo dads and ask your question. If you want to know about a product, we should be able to answer it. And if not, we'll get an answer for you. So again, Go to manscape.com, use Nindad's for 20% off and free shipping. Yep.
1: Well, let's discuss uh, something that has come up this week uh, in a uh, YouTube video Who by Modern Vintage Gamer, who's a video game developer, podcaster, and a YouTuber. Yeah, uh, yeah. He
2: seemed... You know how Shante had a from the had a switch port. He's the one who mm-hmm. did that. He did that port. Okay,
1: okay. So. <laughs> so that's how he would be familiar with the switch hardware because we're going to get yes. into some switch hardware stuff here, uh, especially as we kind of look toward the future. He says that uh, there may be some technical hurdles for the switch to be backwards compatible. In other words. Words, the new Switch successor may not play well with the current Switch hardware. It may not be backwards compatible at all. And in this video, he asked the question, well, what would or what could Nintendo do? And here are some suggestions that he gave. And we highly suggest you go watch the video to kind of get the context for this. So you're going to look at the Modern Vintage Gamer channel on YouTube to find this. Uh, I he post
2: every Monday. because I, Okay. I, 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 I follow. Yeah,
1: this was on March 6th. So this is the March 6th video. So he suggested this. Uh, suggestion number one would be that emulation may be possible. We've seen this happen with other consoles. Uh, PlayStation 3 was able to emulate uh, PlayStation and PlayStation 2. Uh, the Xbox uh, One eventually was able to emulate the Xbox 360 uh, the other sele- suggestion that he had, number two, would be compatibility being created by new architecture, uh, but there have been no indications that that would be an option. The third option would be uh, something like the Wii U and the Wii and the Wii and the GameCube had, which was that there would be a uh, backwards compatibility via physical uh, slot, card slot on the hardware or physical switch chip in the system, and I that, specifically
2: pointed that out in an episode a week or two ago.
1: Yeah, and that, but the problem with that is it comes with an added cost. That would be uh, more costly, yes. Also, switch games will have to be patched. Um, they could be patched to work on the switch uh, to, to the new uh, infrastructure. So, if you have digital games that can include lots of downloads, take up a lot of space, uh, especially if you have cart games that could be downloads that take a lot of space, or they do nothing. They just don't carry over any of the games. And so I'm looking at this list of options, and I'll be honest with you, I don't like any of them. (laughs) But I want (laughs) to know what you guys think. What, What do you think? What's Nintendo's play for backwards compatibility? Because I will say this at the front end of this discussion, no matter where we land on this, I think that probably all three of us would agree to this point. At the way that the Nintendo Switch has, at the way it stands right now, there has to be backwards compatibility.
2: Agree. And Justin said is also agrees. He put out a tweet earlier today saying as much you know, on the Nintendo Dad's Twitter account. You um, know how they do it. I don't know. You know if you know emulation is like is possible if the new CPU has enough power to handle it. we don't know what that looks like because this is a device that doesn't yet exist. (laughs) But yeah, either that or, you know, adding you know, as I said before with uh, you know, the DS Lite with GBA cart things like that to have Basically, two systems in one hardware case, and then that that would be more pricey. I I was actually talking to my daughter about this earlier today, and I'm like, it won't surprise me if like the next system, and no one's going to like this number, is going to be more like, like in the area of 400 or 450. Whether, no matter which way they go, but uh, I don't think this is going to be a 300 dollars system anymore.
0: Yeah. I i I was looking at this, I watched this video, watched other people talk about this video and comment on this and just, it's going to be very interesting to see what Nintendo does. And I think Nintendo is even scared. They even, you know, to do, they don't know what the next step is. They thought they knew with the Wii U going from the Wii and look what happened there. So I think that's what's making them shy and gun shy on this too. But Obviously, their business, they have to do something. And that's what I'm afraid of is, yes, as a fan of the Nintendo Switch, I want the Switch 2 or whatever it's going to be called to be able to play the first games. I want it to be able to up or make those the games I already have now work better on the new machine. And then I want that new machine to be able to play new games, maybe not top top of the line the way playstation 5 and the xbox series x plays them but be able to play third-party games decent enough on the go just like we were happy with the current switch be able to play those games like in outer worlds like i had there yes it wasn't the best looking version of outer worlds but i still had fun with it because i was able to play it on the go but let me be able to play, I know it's not going to happen, but let me be able to play Outer Worlds too on a, on a Switch 2, you know, type of thing, as an example. That's what I want as a fan. But there's always, you know, if business Justin was here, and Marty, I'm sure you would probably come up with this too, is like, Nintendo is a business. Nintendo is not our friend. Yes, they're going to do something that's smart to make them money, but they're not doing it because of the gamers they're going to do it for their audience that they always do stuff for and this is something i always have to take a step back and i've always said before i was frustrated with nintendo years ago because nintendo wasn't growing up with me wasn't doing the things i expected them to do to move when they moved to the next system what the things i would expect for that next system they stayed to the same core audiences. They didn't grow with me. And that's what I'm afraid is going to happen. The switch is not going to grow with me. That's what I'm scared of.
1: I think Super that, I think <laughs> that you, you hit on something that's very important. And that is that there has to be a lot of anxiety around Nintendo as a company, continuing this path of success. I don't envy the people who are making decisions right now for the company because they I'm sure that there is a process right now going on. And I say this as someone who's in leadership, where you know we have to make decisions for a large number of people, that there's a decision pro- or there's a, a, a process going on right now by which every decision is being second guessed. Mm-hmm. And that
0: is a horrible place to be. I wonder Um, if there's a plan set in place, like a legacy plan where Iwata envisioned where this would go. Because, I mean, Switch is, I think, the last thing he left, you know, was in his hands before, you know, before he passed away. Um, Mm. uh, And then where... Did he leave a legacy behind of instructions or advice or whatever? Obviously, we have the new president that's going to put a new spin on things and want to be able to successfully lead Nintendo past the last thing Awata did. So what is that going to be? What is the ultimate goal? Is this president going to be like, you know what? The goal of Nintendo was always was not about... Power and all that stuff it was always about what's the next way we can be um, innovative and in how people can have fun instead of that, maybe it is still part of being innovative, having fun, but it's also we need to compete. You know, does this president want to compete with Microsoft and Nintendo? We don't know that yet right
1: right and it and it does. It seems that in the past, Nintendo's uh, past Microsoft forward. And Playstation. Has been has been dominated by the the mindset of the president when it comes to games. When we had Awada as a president, his mindset was more on creating good games. Uh, the new president's, uh, Furukawa's mindset may be creating good monetary flow, which means that Nintendo finally makes the leap into competing on the same stage with power. And because Furukawa kind of came in in the middle. Of the whole switch process, right? If you think about it, because we there was somebody that was ahead yeah. of him, and then there was a new that he right. became the new president. And so, yes, he is setting policy moving forward. But one thing that I wanted to point out was this is that Nintendo is at a, a crucial point in the the whole their whole company. And it's it's illustrated in kind of the there's Jim Collins, who he wrote this this classic book. In 2001, called Good to Great, and it's been used in tons of businesses, uh, you know, and corporations throughout the world. Um, and what what he kind of laid out in that is that that the most successful companies have like four to six key uh, interlocking components which create success over time. And what happens is, is as that's happening, they're going upwards, right? Like maybe you have an idea, like, let's call Wii U rock bottom. (laughs) All right. Like Wii U was rock bottom. And then the switch came onto the scene and that was upward momentum and upward momentum. And all of a sudden now, like you, it's like a roller coaster, you know, you crest that hill and you get to the top and everything is really good. Like you're the top of the mountain and you can see everything, but you can't stay there. Right. Because everything is constantly changing and moving. So there has to be innovation. And so as you go back down the other side, and as you become an organization in decline, one of the things that he said in that book is that every company needs to try to feed the what's next. And in doing that, they create what's called a flywheel of momentum or the flywheel of change. And so you What happens is, is instead of declining and eventually getting to the bottom, rock bottom again, that flywheel turns over and you, you actually flip back to the other side and begin to crawl up again, you know, uh, toward the top. Nintendo is in the, we've been at the top and we're starting to decline. Right, we're starting to go down. So at this point, what they've got to be doing, and what I imagine is going on inside the company is there's already because like how long was switch talked about before it actually was shown? It was, I mean three years. Well, (laughs) yeah, I mean it had been in development. It was NX for a long time. It had been in development for three years. They finally mentioned the NX, and then it was Mm -hmm. like I think another year and a half before we saw something. I mean, Awada mentioned it when he was still healthy, right? And yes, so, so I
2: mentioned it was two years. They mentioned it uh, in the uh, in March of 2015. Okay, in their in their uh, investors briefing. And then
1: it released. So, like two years later, it released. So oh. you've got to have at this point. If it's like, say, Nintendo is going to release uh, a new Switch next year, then let's say it's been in development for three to five years already, right? Like they've been talking about it, figuring out the concept now is the time to release the moment the downward momentum to create the flywheel to spin back over to the other side so whatever they're talking about has got to be how do we take the energy we've already created and move it around if they don't then they risk and there's a bit and there's risk involved either way right like there's there's risk involved in whatever they do but right it's got to nervous.
2: And that was part of the Wii use problem they they let the Wii run a little bit too long and it went and the Wii U and, just stayed and started see, at the rock bottom and stayed at rock bottom you you guys they
1: they let the Wii run too long and you guys like Justin in particular would always kind of like ride my case about the the how long the the like I was like kill the 3 ds kill it be done with it that's why. It's because we watched the Wii run too long, and then the Wii U didn't have anything kind of in the pipeline other than first-party titles to keep it going, and those were few and far between. And meanwhile, they're splitting their dev teams between a, a dying home console and a dying handheld console. What was the point in that? So at that point, they did not like successfully make that transition. Can a company bottom out and come straight back? Absolutely. Look at Apple. Apple did that. They bottomed out and came back. But it takes something, a major, like, push breakthrough to push up that hill again. And that was the Switch. The Switch was a major breakthrough for Nintendo. I don't think that they have to, like, their next system, they don't have to reinvent the wheel. In fact, I would say I know that, like, we always say, like, Nintendo's a wacky toy maker. You know, they're the blah, blah, blah. They're the Willy Wonka video games or whatever. I don't, I honestly think that probably most of the hundred and however many million people that have a Switch right now, they
2: don't want them to be a wacky toy maker. They don't care. Yeah, that was the Yamauchi and Iwata era. And, like, yeah, I agree. Kind of, we want, we kind of want, you know, a Someone said in the chat they don't want any gimmicks anymore. They just want no a, a straight flat console that does what does what it, it they want they want it to do. There like is this, there like there the gimmick of the Switch wrong. was is was great. And if that maintains, that's great. It's kind of yes. been proven not a gimmick anymore. Yes. G- Nintendo's strength has
1: has and always will be in the games it releases. So lean into that. Do it with explosive power. Like like give us something that's if look, I hate to give them kudos, but here it is. Uh Valve has already proved with the Steam Deck that people will pay a premium price for something that does both and does it well. Mm-hmm. I will pay a premium
2: price for switch two for Again, something that was it said, and does it well. Switch switch two is not going to be three hundred dollars. And so or- uh, what I would actually, what I would like to see, I would, and we kind of talked about this with back when the original Switch Pro rumors were going around, is I'd like to s- see a console-only Switch that's in the family of a dockable Switch. Yes. Yes. As long as it's, as long as they make it easy to transfer save files, like they do from Switch to Switch today, I'm okay. I,
1: that'd be I, great. I still maintain the fact that a dockable switch was on Nintendo's plans until the pandemic hit and they had to shift. Mm-hmm. I really, I, like the light to me proves that. Why would you make a purely handheld hybrid system and not go the other direction too? Right.
2: Like it It just doesn't make sense. But, but either way, well, all, but, all know, I know. A few weeks ago when I had that redacted image in the, in the thumbnail, mm-hmm. someone's mock-up, you know, the I actually had a real image behind that redacted and it was someone's mock-up of what a console only switch would look like. <laughs> yeah. It was basically I really little, th- It was a little device that uh, had four cartridge slots and you could put four games in it and use a game choose? Do you know what out? I would love if they did here? here here's what I would love they did. If they could take
1: what was in the switch and condense it down to a small box that could sit next to your TV, like almost like an Apple TV, but have like a PlayStation TV (laughs) or that, but have Joy-Con charging rails on it. Oh, wow. As part of the device. So, hey, you're done. You go click them out of your thing. Click right in there. You can't pick it up. You're not going to take the box with you, but you could if you want to go to a hotel, you could if you wanted to go to your mom's house, you take the box with you and you've got your Joy-Cons. It fits into the whole theme. Anyway, we're speculating. It's not a, over it's not the years. To
0: over the years that we've had the Switch, we've speculated about a lot of things that Nintendo could go with it. And I think the the way that I, I leaned towards the most was options. You know, everybody having options. You had the light, you had the dockable version. Then even when we speculated about them having a full console version just allow people to have options but that would require nintendo to be bigger that even falls to the idea of the idea that came up even bobby paul's talked about this when the switch came out was be like a mobile phone you know where you you have all the accessories that you can interchange with that centerpiece that tablet part update the tablet that's all you need to do just every in, in, however many years or months or whatever you want to do iterate on the the tablet make it thinner make it uh OLED make it you know bigger screen different sizes that you can swap your joy-cons on and then you can eventually update the joy-con technology so just, it's just an iPad yes it's that, just what Apple's doing with the iPad that's what we all thought Nintendo where Nintendo was gonna go with it but that requires Nintendo to be bigger than it is today. It needs them to take that next step and get into possibly being its own yeah, because manufacturer. They don't
2: to, yeah, they don't have the capabilities of putting out an updated release right. model
0: every year like They Apple would has. have to be their own manufacturer, I think, in order to get to that point, uh, well, to be Apple. Like makes Apple. their own
2: processing Yes,
0: now. Microsoft is starting to have, I don't know who builds their stuff for them, but, you know, they're building their own stuff too.
2: Yeah.
0: Though I think they're still using Intel chips, but, uh, but but still that's, those are pretty much off the shelf parts. Again, that would require Nintendo to take that next big step, that next big leap. And that's probably scary for a company like that. A family-owned company.
1: I think they still see themselves. and, 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 you know, to speak to that, Tim Kit and Krista have mentioned on their podcast that uh people would be shocked if they knew how small Nintendo really is mm-hmm. you know that's it was really like a really small team of people compared to like PlayStation and Xbox. But I still think that internally there have been people and maybe it's changing as, you know, new presidents and things come in and things like that. But I think there's been people internally who have still clung to that idea of we we just make toys, right? Like we just make, we just make simple little things. We make toys and we don't need to make the, the leap into the next generation. They still make cards, <laughs> right? They still make cards. So as we like, as they're sitting there on like a giant mound of cash with which we know into those war chests is huge. Now would be the time that they w- could make some of these decisions. Of course, we've thought now could be the time. Hey, buy some devs. Hey, now could be the time. Do this. And they've not done that. What they do, they bought a, a video production company. And they bought a team that's
0: already working for them. They are Uh, working towards the companies they admire, which is Disney. Yes. as one of them. They admire Disney and what they've done, you know, in their lifetime. Um, And so they're moving down that path to have, you know, as we're seeing, they're going to have the parks, they're going to have the properties, the movies, everything. and, And we'll see how that trajectory goes. Yeah. So they want to be the uh, they want to be the disney of video games yep
1: and that, and and hear me when i say this there's nothing wrong with that but i think that um for lack of a better term let me say this there is going to be an entire legion of people who are extremely pissed if nintendo does not offer backwards compatibility in its 6 console
0: Because that's a question I didn't put in words here is what I wanted to ask you guys as well is, you know, not just what your thoughts on this, but what if the scary thing happens that we hope doesn't happen where they don't make it backwards compatible. They do make a new system that, you know, yes, they're going to bring over some of the games or whatever, you know, I'm sure their own properties or whatever, but what would make you just be like, okay, Nintendo, I'm, I'm done. I'm not going to be it's not going to be a done. I'll definitely still
2: uh, keep go, b- buy it, but it this means that my current switch doesn't get archived. Right. Way. I'm going to have to probably increase uh, buy a new HDMI switch because I still only four ports and they're full. Yeah. <laughs> back when I had, back when I had 1080p set up, I had an eight port switch and that was still full. But uh, the 4K setup, I had to get get a new switch, and I got a, a four port switch. Okay,
1: <laughs> I, I do, I, I do think that I'm afraid that it's going to be like the Wii U, where they were like, "Hey, we're so glad that for the last, you know, mm-hmm. six or seven years, you've loved virtual console. It's dead." Yeah. I don't think that they're going to make the same mistake though with that because they, it does seem like NSO is going to continue over uh, into whatever's next. But I will say this, whatever comes next, not only does it need to be backwards compatible in my opinion, but all of that NSO stuff has to be available day one, which is a huge challenge. I agree. That like, like walking that back and going, oh, I know that you've really enjoyed playing, Nintendo uh, uh, NES, SNES. Maybe by that time, GameCube, N64, Game Boy, and all the uh, Genesis games and all that. Maybe even Turbo Graphics
0: sixteen. Well, uh, we're going to release those once a month or once a year from now on. Yeah. Well, speaking no. of that, I think too, I think that is the one clue maybe where Nintendo is going down the Nintendo Switch two route because of nso nintendo switch online yes could they change the name of it sure but to me that tells me they the switch was going to be around for a long time that switch mm. name is going to be around for a long time yeah i yeah, hope because you're they right the also on,
2: this, on the counter side of that argument they have never had a network last more than one generation each new generation had a new network
0: true yes <laughs>
2: Very true. This is just the first
0: time they're charging for it. And then the other thing that another model that we can look to to hope for the best is the DS Uh, because of switching over from Game Boy to DS, it was new cartridge base, new, you know, architecture and all that. And they did have both mediums on that one device. And then eventually Mm -hmm. they phased it out. So if there is a new medium and a new whatever in the next system Hopefully they do the thing where it's, yes, it's backwards compatible. And then when they redo the system, then maybe they don't have the switch backwards compatibility anymore. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, that look, I thought we talked about that a lot longer than I thought we would, but it's good discussion. Uh, we want to know your thoughts. So you can uh, hit us up on uh, social media. Let us know what you think about backwards compatibility in the switch or shoot us an email over at Nintendo dads at gmail.com. We would love to know your thoughts. And if you send it in, we'll share it on the show. Uh, let's talk about some events, shall we? All
0: right. We had their discord community events. Uh, just recently we had our, um, our second Wednesday of the month at 9am ET, the, um, the breakfast table and then we have our dinner table coming up which is every third friday of the month at 10 p.m et uh we get together at the table and otherwise known as the discord voice chat room and discuss whatever is on everyone's minds and probably going to be the ant-man movie (laughs) coming up this uh the next dinner table so if you are going to join us there make sure you've seen the new ant-man movie (laughs) because we'll probably be talking about it a lot or it might and be probably, during the cocktail hour. And and probably Mandalorian. Yeah, and Mandalorian. So I need to catch up on that. A,
2: three episodes would have dropped so far.
0: Uh, but I need to watch those. When, when the, by next. And week. probably even The Last of Us, since there's going to be the last episode of The Last of Us this past. And uh, I still haven't up. seen that one yet. <laughs> well, you got a lot to watch, Jesse. I do. <laughs> All right. So you want to join in, email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or DM us on social media to learn more. Uh, But also, in case you didn't know, whether you subscribe to us via Patreon or Twitch, you get access to Discord and a schwack load of events like The Table and Monthly Mayhem. The other event that we wanted to get you guys to uh, remember to do is during the Super Mario Brothers movie, remember the one last pass thing that Marty brought up last week? Hashtag one last pass. Mike from Gamerheads podcast reached out and suggested that everyone seeing the Super Mario Bros movie on opening weekend bring their 3 dss with them in hopes of having one last hurrah for Street Pass. The Super Mario Bros. movie releases on April 5th, so remember to bring your 3ds, have it charged up, get your last get your Street Pass set up, and let's see if we can all connect one last time. On to what we've been playing.
1: Guys, I just want to throw this out here before we get to talk about what we've been playing. Uh, If you remember a few weeks ago on the show, I shared with you some crazy named games on the Nintendo Switch eShop. And I asked you whether they were real games or not. Uh, They were by a company called VG Games, which uh, I'm pretty sure stands for video game games. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Well, they've released some new ones. Oh, nice! and uh, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you all of these are real before I I, I just thought I would read them out to you, Okay. which no. I also noticed, by the way, in the last couple of hours, uh, the Nintendo Switch eShop uh, has switched over for Mario Day, uh, and so it's red instead of orange, and uh, it has some Mario icons. Uh, well, there around.
0: you go. There's your Nintendo thing. Yep, there you go. <laughs> so uh, right now on the eShop, you can
1: download Shark Attack, Fish, Predator, Ocean, Sea, Adventure, Survival. That's one game? That's one game. Okay. Or, sure. you, Jesse, for you, since you love RPGs, oh boy. Uh, you can get The Dwarf Kingdom, Magic World of Wars versus Orcs and Dragons. Oh, boy. And it's it's literally, I think, World of Warcraft. Yeah. Oh. Um, except it's top-down and looks like old Warcraft. Um, also, since you like puzzle games, you might enjoy uh, right. Stack Tower Up 3D Builder Simulator Don't Crash. Don't oh, Crash. <laughs> that this uh, makes the game title right there. Or, Tim, oh. this one's for you. I know you love shooting games. They have Sniper Strike 3D Secret Elite Mission Warfare Ghost Squad. Go squad! Yes, yes. Or for our fighting game fans, superhero fighting legends, anime mortal battle.
2: <laughs> I love you know, it. That, that stack We're up it. game. That's I yeah. seen that at like arcades. With, yep. With like, except for it's a, like on a lit two LCD display in a two D plane, but you're just trying to stack a tower without it falling well, over and this, if you get to the top you win a prize here the prize is you spent two bucks congratulations
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so this superhero fighting legends includes such uh characters like danny and joan Bakuriu and super mephis and full gore and lobo not to be confused with dc's lobo and killer instincts full gore
2: yes you know i actually I, I actually but every every Thursday, I try I log into the Nintendo PR site, looking at the games that came out, and I'm like, oh, that game might be interesting. Let me click on it. Okay, that's garbage. I'll pass. This is one of the games I actually clicked on. I didn't realize it was a VG Games game. A video, games games <laughs> VG game. Games. Video, video Games Games
1: Games. games.
0: <laughs> video Games Games.
2: Video Games Games.
1: Well, guys, I've been playing some Video Games Games this week. I hope that you have, too. Uh, Tim,
0: tell us about what you've been playing. Sure. Um I've been playing uh I Pronti I played, uh which is uh I did a first look at that. We have video out on that game, so go check that out. But it is a Metroidvania underwater game that uh I really enjoyed playing uh, what I played so far. Um and, water levels are great, right? Yeah, <laughs> yes. So um yeah yeah for whatever reason i'm drawn to underwater games i don't know why but uh the metroid it's a metroidvania though so you, you get you go find power ups you get you know and you can get to the next area i didn't get too far in it yet because um other games but uh it is something that's on my list <laughs> I'm really trying to focus on another game. It'll be the last game we talk about in a moment. So, But Pronti I I have on there. I didn't delete it off my Switch. So if you wanted to know, it's still there for me to play again later. Um, uh, The other one is Void Scrappers. That's the one you played, Marty. Yeah. Um, I downloaded that after watching your video on it. So if you want to see that game, go check out Marty's uh, Let's Play of that. Uh, Void Scrappers is basically, uh, the, like you said, Marty, the vampire survivors, uh, game, but in space. Uh, but it's, it's really. Very addictive because mm-hmm. uh, you're going in, you're shooting all the bad guys that are chasing you down and collecting their scrap, and then building building up your ship based on the scrap components you're picking up, and the bosses you're beating, uh, and you're basically trying to get past that last boss, the same boss that you went in on your video. I was i I held my own for a little while, but man, that 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 last big boss was something else. So, but I did get per- uh, my first run. I think was uh 21 minutes long i think i want to say so um, you did pretty good yeah it was it was because i i learned what i had to do after watching your video so i had a good first run because i knew what to expect (laughs) so um and then i tried playing again and i think i got into some sort of horrible loop to where i ended up just having to shut it down because i wanted to try another game that i'll talk about momentarily uh but it was like i got to a certain point where the boss was stuck in a swarm of a bunch of other smaller ships and the weapons i picked weren't reaching that boss so i was killing all the small little other ships and and collecting scrap and then kept building on the scrap but uh, it sounds and like a, building up a story level type of issue. But it couldn't. My weapon could not hit the the boss that was in the center of that cluster of ships. So and I couldn't go in after it because it was I would have got damaged from hitting those other ships. So it was just I kept going in circles. All these ships kept, you know, I was destroying a bunch of ships, collecting a bunch of scrap, but more ships were coming and adding back to the pile. And just I couldn't get close to the. To that boss so i had to just end it i was i wanted to see how long i was gonna last my building up my scrap to see how long it was going but i had to stop so i could try playing another twin stick shooter type game uh or um roguelike game and that was lone Ru- uh ruin which i do have also a first look at there uh it is basically you are a mage uh who and you it's a twin stick shooter and you're using magic to um collect all the things in the world that's been decimated and survive this world. So it's another type of survivor game. It is a roguelike. Um I got through a run and got to the first boss, and that first boss destroyed me. So I think it's just a matter of being able to collect the things I could collect and be able to build upon what I've collected in order to go back and make another run. Um, I haven't been able to do another run yet because, yes, I'm still playing Fire Emblem Engage. And that's what's making me stop all other games and because I really want to finish Fire Emblem Engage. I'm on Chapter 18. So it sounds like
2: you're engaged in this game.
0: I am engaged with Engage, yes. I'm on Chapter 18. I have eight chapters to go. From what I understand, I think there's 26 chapters, five paralogues to complete, and two new divine paralogues just came out today or the other day under wave, wave three divine paralogues. So that allows me to get two more um, Fire Emblem characters that I that I wouldn't otherwise got if I didn't have the... Uh, if Nintendo didn't grace me with the ability to have the uh, DLC. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Uh, But yes, Nintendo. Thanks again for that. Uh, But I, I, so I've got those things to be, and I think it's probably necessary. Anyways, I stopped, I stopped at chapter 18 because I need to grind out some of these paralogues so I can build up on my characters and make them more powerful. Cause I'm noticing that it is getting a little bit harder as I get up there to get through some of these, I shouldn't say harder. It's about the same, but it's not as quick as some of the others I've done. Like, before it was taking me about an hour to an hour and a half. Now it's taking about an hour and a half to two hours, maybe longer to do uh, to do each chapter. So, but the story has been intriguing and I've been having a lot of fun with it. And uh, I'm really, my focus has been really trying to get this done. I want to just barrel through these last eight chapters, but I know I need to get through the paralogues and the divine paralogues to help me maintain a a high level of power when I go into these things. So but that's what I've been playing. Awesome. What about you,
2: Jesse? I can been continuing my playthrough of Townsman VR in on the PlayStation VR. Last week I think I was just finishing the tutorial island and just needed the last little bit to finish it. Uh I put a lot of hours in over the weekend and I ended up like on the fifth island. And, uh, this, and this island, I'm having a little bit of a struggle because you know, whenever you start on a new island, you only start with like four people. And it takes a bit before you can like have a food supply chain set up where you have a hunter collect meat to have a chef cook it in a tavern to then have your people eat it. Which, once you do that with residential buildings, then that's how you get more people that to to move around. But, you know, there is a hunger and thirst system in place. So if people, they will die of starvation if you can't get food to them. And I, th- I already lost one of my four, which makes it even harder which limit, limits my resources. I think I yeah. i don't know what happens if I lose them all. I hope it lets me start the island over. Because I think I might need to start this island over. And I don't think I can just say, <laughs> I want to forfeit this and start over. And I just hope it just says, it doesn't just give me a middle finger game over, you got to start over. I don't right. know what it'll do, what it'll do yet. Mm. Okay. But so that's, that's where I'm at with that. Um, and I, I picked up a game uh actually it was a, it was the code was given to us by the publisher uh for Meg's Monster it's a
0: oh yeah that's right yeah it's
2: a cute little uh, turn-based RPG and it it they they say it's short and it was only like 15 bucks or so and yeah it's short it like took me like 5 hours to play through it but it it has a really good story and i enjoyed my entire run through it they kind of have a few fake outs like this Oh, you you finish a story, I, I'm gonna start the credits rolling. I'm like, uh, but instead we'll move to this part of the story and continue the story. So it, uh, I'm like, like the first one happened like after two or three hours, and I'm like, okay, that was that was a little bit faster than I, I expected. But then the game kept 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 going, so mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, so I think five hours is a good time for it, and it does have some time travel shenanigans going on. Nice. Where you, know, you, your character is this four-year-old, ish. I don't think it's been firmly established. Who finds herself? Think, un- Undertale. Like she falls down into the into the, a world of monsters, and you are trying to find her mom. Yeah, you know, she she befriends a monster. You they're trying to f- find her mom and return back to the surface, and there's this. A lot of confusing arcs and t- t- things information drops on you, and I, everything as far as I can think of does get resolved at the end. So there's a big explanation about everything that's going on. And uh, so it's a if, if you like turn based RPGs, at uh, in you know, five hours, it, you can play through it in the weekend. And I get it, I, I, I like this one. This will is gets the preliminary entry in my top 10 list for the year. We'll see if it's nice, made, depending on how many other games show up. Right. <laughs>
1: cool. Uh, I'm just going to talk about one game I've been playing or actually two. Um this week. Dead cells got its next uh, big update with the return to Castlevania DLC. And it is absolutely spectacular. It's so good. Um, I've, played more Dead Cells in the last week than I have in a long time. And uh, I would just like to campaign for Konami to just give the creators of Dead Cells Castlevania from now on just have it. You can do what you want to with it. It's going to be better than Pachinko Machine, Capcom, or Konami Castlevania crap. And um, I mean, they did. I guess they did give us the classics collection, which is great, but this is good. It's so good if you uh, have not played dead cells at all, don't sleep on this game. you need to buy it. and just go ahead right now and just buy it with all the DLC. It adds so much to the game. There's so much to find and unlock. I've I've had it since it launched and I've barely scratched the surface. Um, but the just the everything, the aesthetic, the controls, the remix music, it's mm, chef's kiss. Uh, speaking of that as well, Mario Kart 8's uh, fourth wave of DLC is out, and I got to uh, play through all of the tracks this morning, and it's so much fun, especially the Yoshi's Island track, uh, which does exactly what uh, the the Zelda track and the Animal Crossing tracks did before it. It creates, uh, you know, different coin tracks looks and sounds as you pick up the coins as the race starts and the, you know, you come to the track, it, it has different Yoshi's Island and Yoshi's story sounds. Even when you finish the race, it has different music. Uh, it's just, it's so good. Y'all like, I, I can't say enough. I do think that this is on the whole, a weaker DLC pack than the others have been um, because there's so many tour tracks included. There's three, Uh, And it almost makes you think of like, are you guys running out of of good Mario Kart tracks? Uh, Which they're not because they haven't put in DK um, um, summit or DK mountain from the GameCube yet. So that answers that question. I'm hoping they come in the next two packs, but we also got Birdo who is pretty cool, different colors there. So she joins like shy guy and Yoshi is having different um, color options And now that Birdo is added, we see that we're getting five more new characters for uh, the game before the last two DLCs are up. And I've seen a lot of speculation online, like, who's it going to be? Nintendo said from the beginning, these are going to be known Mario Kart characters, like uh, characters from the past. They're going to be there. Uh, coming in. So it's not going to be like Samus or Kirby or anything like that. It's going to be characters who've already been in the series. So I think Diddy Kong's a lock for this. I would love to see Rob. I would love to see Wiggler, which was nuts. Uh, I think Wiggler was on the, the Wii version that you can unlock
2: junior back.
1: Ah, that would be awesome. Like if they gave, I said this on show last week, if they gave Donkey Kong like a a different skin, but it was DK junior, or I would love to see a movie skin. Uh, like with the new design, I think that would be really good. but I do think that we have, gonna... now have
2: a new color scheme with the white fur right, mm-hmm. right.
1: So like I'm feeling like there's a um there there's definitely a potential for some characters that we are like out of left field to come back. Rob is my number one like want That was on Mario Kart DS. I loved it. Yes, give me Rob. And I, I'm going to tell you this. I still think that there's a movie tie-in track coming to these DLC. I really do. Okay. Especially now that Yoshi's Island was a brand new track. When it was confirmed, they yeah, they yeah. they like tout, they shouted it from
0: the rooftops. The movie Rainbow new Road type thing they might uh, do. Wave
2: 8 will be all Rainbow Roads, including a new track based on the movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm also personally hoping for a new Donk City track oh that would be cool I would love to see that probably better than
2: golfing in that area
1: Uh, that was fun that was like you know the one Mario golf thing that actually looked like it belonged in a Mario golf game and not just like you know Tiger Woods golf Um, but anyway that's what we've been playing let's turn on the community spotlight
0: So we got a few questions from the community, from the awesome community. And we'll start with the first one was actually submitted by my son, Sammy. He's playing uh, Metroid Prime Remastered and he says he's stuck. So he says, "Are are you guys playing this game and getting stuck too? Or have you had to stop playing a game because you got stuck?
1: I got stuck in the original Metroid Prime. So that was one of the reasons I didn't like it as much. I did beat it years later on the Wii or Wii U, uh, but I'm finding it a little bit easier to get around this time. I don't know if it's just the way that I'm, my mindset going into it. But yeah, I mean, I, I get stuck at games all the time, and that's why I love the internet because of walkthroughs. <laughs> yes.
2: Oh, yeah. I'm not playing this game, but yes, I've stopped playing game, uh, certain games because I got stuck. Uh, the Tokyo Mirage Sessions in the Wii U, I got stuck in the last dungeon and eventually did beat it on the Switch. I, I got to that last dungeon. I'm like, I, this is where I got stuck. I know it. I recognize this place. But I did figure out what I was missing. Uh, the uh, Metroid 2 remake on the 3DS, I got stuck at once the first time and then came back to it before Dread came out and did finish it. And then Dread I got stuck on pretty dang early and (laughs) haven't touched it since. Probably will never go back to that game. (laughs) So, yeah, I get stuck all the time as well.
0: Okay. Good. He doesn't have school tomorrow, by the way, so he may be listening to those answers because they canceled school tomorrow. (laughs) We have bad weather coming. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Sammy, for that question. Um, Next questions are from Discord. And the first one is from Mecca. And he asked, do you feel like card games with mana systems like Magic the Gathering and Pokemon keep the game balanced and fair? Or do you think it's a bit of a hindrance and slow the game down? So what would the alternative be,
1: is my question.
2: The alternative is Yu-Gi-Oh!, where you can have a 20 minute first turn and and eventually win without giving the other person a chance to play. Well, why can you get it? Why can you have a 20 minute first turn? It's because they're like, like the modern Yu-Gi-Oh cards, every creature is, a, is, is an effect. And if that effect is draw more cards or summon this other creature from your deck or, or graveyard or, you know, and you can just chain the hell out of it. So, so the the cards don't really, some cards don't have a
1: cost, and those would move into other cards that do have a cost. with the casting right. cost would be, what the other card said, or
2: yeah, right, yeah, like er, er, like cards less than level four or four or less have zero cost. But if they have an effect of summon this particular monster, even if it could be a level eight monster, but if the effect is you can summon it, you can summon it with no additional cost. And of course, when you got uh. Especially the the link I forget what they call it. Uh, the like link summons. And you can just like fill your board you know, on a one turn and then XC summon by sacrificing three of the same level and you get some big powerful thing out there. And it's just crazy. I've seen I've seen replays on the and, and this is and that's Yu Gi Oh game is a game that Mecca plays. So I'm sure he knows what I'm talking about. But uh <laughs>
0: yeah, he oh he's going nuts right now. He's going he's listening to all kinds <laughs> of chat stuff right now. Right. So, so yeah, so
1: I would say this as someone who's who has played Magic the Gathering and Pokemon before, um I always struggled with building a deck and including enough or too much mana right. uh, and production.
2: I have that or, or energy with po- production. I, I have that problem with Pokemon just because the energy you spend is attached to a card and You can't move them to other cards they're locked to one unless you have other items and special abilities that let you move them and there are some decks built around that but magic the gatherings mana system is you know you're only allowed to play one land card per turn so you can only play weak cards up front but say by turn seven you have seven mana cards out there you can play dang well anything you want and at the start of your next turn, they all refresh again. They're not locked to a certain monster. They're just freely open. Where in Pokemon uh, they're locked they're locked to a monster.
0: Yeah, it also depends on how you built your deck and how you play, because like Jesse said with the mana for Magic the Gathering, yeah, you could use all seven mana to play that big monster, but then you could be vulnerable to something else that maybe you had a card that you need mana to play, like an instant spell that could block something yeah. or a counter spell. And you can't because you spent it all during your turn. So right. but it like it, if you play your turn and have all seven available, you can use those in defense during your opponent's yes. turn. Yeah. So yeah. you you do have to spend it wisely per turn and keep in mind what you have coming up next. But yeah, I'm in agreement that that I do prefer a um mana system type thing. I helps keep the balance of things instead of just playing like in the example Jesse gave with Yu-Gi-Oh where you just like if you happen to know what you're doing and build your deck and got the good cards then
2: yeah
0: you can I actually go to town. saw
2: a replay of someone's I think I think they really, really rigged it up to make it happen but they they asked the question what happens if both players get Exodia in their deck at the same in their hand at the same time and uh th- the result was a draw <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you, and you said that, and to, I went. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, if, there are, are don't things know, to that for those who don't know, Exodia in the original Yu-Gi-Oh um, is a monster broken up into five parts. You know, it's 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 head, it's two arms and two legs. If you get all five, they're individually they are weak monster cards that can be played. For you know, in in worst case scenarios, but you want to keep them in your hand. If you have all five in your hand, that's game win. It doesn't even have to be your turn. If you, if if your opponent's turn and they haven't do an effect, is your opponent draws a card? If I draw the head, I win. You know, if I, if that gives me all five cards in my hand,
0: (laughs) yeah. And there are things that uh you can, if you're playing casually, you could build something that allows you to quickly gain mana and decimate somebody quickly in Magic the Gathering um too. But and that's why if you're playing more of the tournaments that they, that you're, if you play those, they have banned cards that, so that it tries to make it more balanced for everybody. So there's there's a lot of things that could go wrong even with the mana system as well so that's why they have those rules in place if you're going to be playing a tournament so thanks for the question mecca you helped us nerd out a little bit on something we normally don't get to nerd out out about so i I, I want the pokemon classic
2: set now please thank you
0: yes (laughs) i want that classic set too that we saw in the pokemon direct there so uh just because it looks cool and it would be kind of fun to play on. Uh, third strongest mole. As weights and measures weeks week comes to a close, I want to thank all the Nintendo dads for making it extra special. The joy it has brought me is wait for it immeasurable. But if I had to measure it, it is at least one ton, one butt, one one bunchin, one hogshead, one kilders kin, one furkin and three gallons. That Thanks. Thanks. Third, third Strongest Mole. That was awesome. And in case nobody knows what the heck we're talking about, Weights and Measures Week, we, we celebrated because of the dinner table. <laughs> in, it started out as a joke and we ran with it. We just ran with it. Chris HL94 asks: Should the Mario movie move up the release date one day to April 4th, the 39th anniversary of the release of the original game? You know what? It is quite possible that that movie could be out somewhere on April 4th.
1: (laughs) Oh, it's going to be out somewhere. Midnight. On April 4th. Just before
0: midnight. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. And I'm not talking
1: about in a theater. Yeah, it'll be on
0: Pirate Bay. (laughs) (laughs) So are they going to move it up? No, they won't move it up. But uh, they already did one day. So, but they can always do something on the 4th to get ready for the 5th. All right, I, Hoots. Uh, go ahead. No, I agree with that. Okay. Hoots asks, you guys have inspired me to buy an Elgato capture card. Got any tips for the first time streamers? Yep. Keep doing it. Do, keep doing it and hide your viewer counts.
1: Do not and make be, content. Do not make content just for viewer counts and be
0: consistent. Mm-hmm. Play with your
2: like and ignore the trolls.
0: yes if you're going to stream pick a day that you know you can do it the same whether you do it once every week once every two weeks once a month whatever just make sure all of our problems we don't have a schedule for that other than the show
2: other than the show (laughs) i try to do something like like if i have a new game coming out i try to stream it on the weekends like i streamed the first hour of meg's monster last week i plan on streaming uh Metroid fusion mm-hmm. this weekend and do a recording for another game that I can't talk about until Tuesday. So that
0: video will come out on Tuesday. <laughs> redacted game redacted. Right. All right. <laughs> uh, hopefully that was uh, very helpful for you. And also hoots, um, go to, Go check out our friends over at uh, Nintendo Pals and uh, All In Podcast. They are they also have some great advice for you on what to do as well. So they, they yeah. are very good at the streaming. Yeah, they they are great at streaming. So if you want some good streaming advice, go talk to those guys too. Absolutely. So uh, Frosticles43 asks, if money was no object, what would be the one gaming-related item you would like to own? This could be a valuable game, console, collector's item, statue, or memorabilia. You name it, as long as it's games related purch- purchasable, and exists.
2: Mm. I would probably be a, virt- a virtual boy. <laughs> That's I, I, my original. If you would have asked me this a year ago, I would have had the Famicom disc system. That's no longer a want because I own one. You've got it, (laughs) so I need a new want. So I'll pick Virtual Boy, and its game collection, of which is like what eleven games.
1: Yeah, it's not much.
2: It's less than twenty.
1: Yeah. Uh, For me, I'm gonna say that's gonna be a. You said money's no object. All right, so it's going to be. um, It's going to be Nintendo. Like I'm just company. gonna own the company. <laughs> Dang. You are
2: you you are the new yellow. You, 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 win. You, said, you win.
1: You said no, I no, that's a crap answer. <laughs> um uh that's a showers of turds answer. Um let me give you a real answer. Um if I had if money was no object and I was able to, uh, it would be a a a dedicated gaming room added to my house that had uh All of my console, like every Nintendo console ever made, organized in shelves with games plugged into appropriate TVs to play them in. So uh, on, so CRT TVs or OLED TV uh, with all the cables and hookups, all the games I wanted and a board game table with all the board games I wanted. So I, and so I, I've got to include that. So my own Nintendo dad's get together is at Marty's house. My (laughs) own Nintendo man cave.
0: That's what I want. There you go. Mine would be again because of the money no object. I would be the executive producer for a Metroid movie or potentially TV show. Okay, like series.
2: I love it. Yeah, you two went way out than I did. <laughs> yeah, That's what Jesse's just, just post, like I'm oh, just a
0: virtual boy. I'm dreaming. I'm gonna, no money's no object. I'm going to be, you know, I'll be executive producer of the yeah. next military. I've always said I don't have much of an imagination, whatever. so I'm okay with this. I'll do a trilogy movie, I'll do a, the season series or whatever, whatever whatever we decide, you know, with my creative crew on we'll, we'll come up with.
2: And then you'll need another a mini series. Yes. A whole a whole episode dedicated on a pixel hunt.
0: <laughs> you are welcome. All right. Great. Great question. That was fun. Uh, I When I read that earlier, I, that was the first thing I thought was it'd be like uh, something with Metroid. I'll be executive producer. So, <laughs> all right. TK03. Like Marty, I'm a huge wrestling fan and I have a question for him. What did you think last Friday with that in-ring promo between Cody and Roman? Personally, I mm-hmm. thought it was solid gold. I have so much hype leading up to the title match at WrestleMania. I have I no idea didn't get, what he's talking about. I didn't about. watch that. I didn't. So watch what? That what he's what he's referring to is a uh,
1: in-ring uh, interview or in-ring promo stare down between Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns, uh, and uh, just for
2: relationship to other roads. Yeah, so, so, so yeah,
1: yeah. This is this is this is the Rhodes' son. Okay, uh, Cody Rhodes, baby. He's gonna win the title at WrestleMania, so bringing is, home to... This is
2: third generation Rhodes uh second second this, this is yeah, the roads that was father or son there's well, these no, related there's, to gold dust
1: dustin rhodes is who played gold dust and his has, brother is is cody's brother much older brother
2: yeah okay one. so
1: dusty dusty rhodes had two sons dustin and cody and so dustin was uh around for a while he found great success in wwe as the gold dust character uh cody rhodes came to wwe ironically cody rhodes very first um like character was just him green boots green tights the boots had a a golden triforce on them because he's a huge zelda fan um but cody went on to found aew uh which is now the top competing wrestling company uh against WWE and uh, due to some things, he's now back at WWE. I think partly because they probably offered him a title reign for him to come back and also a dump truck full of money. Uh, And so uh, he, he came back last year uh, and uh, suffered a really devastating, like pectoral injury injury, like his whole chest, like right side was like blue and purple and dark red. It was very, very, bad like surgery was required to reattach um and so he's been out he came back this year he won the royal rumble which guarantees him a title shot at wrestlemania uh but also in this whole thing there's has been this huge like the like for the first time in a long time wwe has engaged in long term storytelling when i mean long time like a year's worth of storytelling leading up to roman reigns's group the bloodline uh basically holding every title a uh, major title in the company and somebody's got to take them down. So they had this guy named Sammy Zayn, who became an honorary member of the bloodline and then turned on them. And uh, the crowd loves him. He's, and he is awesome. But um, I like, I wanted it to be uh, to answer this question. I'll say this, just cause I know there's probably people who are like, I don't care anything about this, but anyway, TK, I wanted to see Sami Zayn be the one to take the title off Roman. I wanted him to take one of them and Cody take the other. They're they're not going that direction. What they're doing is they're going with uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens against the Usos, who are a tag team, at part of the bloodline. And they hold all four or like both, both shows have a tag team title. Both shows have a world title uh, Monday and Friday. So they hold everything. And they're going to end up taking the titles That's off of them. So they're going to end up. T- they're that's the big WrestleMania moment, and then hopefully Cody gets his moment as well because Roman Reigns has been WWE champion just north of nine hundred days at this point. Like he he's A carried it through time, the end. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's boring at this point. Oh, this is uh, like Hogan era of champion. Oh Church. yeah, 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 yeah. 80s. This is Hogan must pose. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> I'm going to watch WrestleMania. I watch WWE kind of on the big events like Royal Rumble, WrestleMania just i'm way more excited about what's going on in AEW right now. Uh um, is this still I, like
2: on like Peacock or yeah so yes.
1: all the all the WWE pay-per-views which now are not pay-per-views they're PLEs they're premium live events. Uh they're all on Peacock which if PLE. you are a Peacock if you're a Peacock subscriber you can watch that for free. All right so you get if you want to dip back in at a certain time, you can watch it. WrestleMania is also two nights in a row now.
0: Uh, they yeah, have it's some not just matches Sunday on, night anymore.
1: Yeah, it's well, all PLEs are now Saturday nights. Uh, they don't do Sunday night pay per views anymore. Well, that's I'm, good, actually. That's good. Yeah I, yeah, I really like that. So I'm thinking that they're going to go on Sunday, Saturday night and Sunday night. All right. Uh, okay. In fact, i will probably think it's going to be a whole weekend because I think NXT, which is their development league, is going to have a show on Friday. Nice. So they'll do the Hall of Fame on Thursday, they'll do um, TakeOver on Friday and then do WrestleMania f- Saturday Sunday. And I, I do agree with you, Tim. I think the Saturday's a better day because uh, AEW just did their latest pay-per-view this past Sunday, which was Revolution, which is one of their they don't do like one a month like WWE does. They do like four throughout the year. Yeah. So they have a long, a long build. Um and it was it started at six and it got over with at 11. It was
2: crazy. Oh, that's like the classic um,
0: days of WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, they had. A sp- <laughs> yeah, they
2: anyway, four five hour events. Yeah, so I yeah. Looked at the date. It's April first and second.
1: Yeah, and that is a f- Saturday, Sunday. Saturday, Sunday, yep. and I I'm might, all, like, I might dip into Peacock. Hey, you this, need to, know. and here's why. You know, listen, the one of the matches at WrestleMania I'm most excited about. Is John Cena is coming back to take on this like new up and coming guy? Uh, and he had he cut an absolutely vicious fire promo against this guy on Monday night. Basically, it was like, You're worthless, nobody cares about you. <laughs> Stop <laughs> coming out here. Nobody wants to see you. But it was it was ruthless. It was so uh so good because I hate that other nice. guy. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna start a new podcast called Wrestling Dads. Yes.
0: Uh, you can hear me over there. I have Speaking lots of Speaking of which, I've been watching the AE documentaries. Oh, they're uh, so good. They are so good. I watched yes. the uh, NWO one and the China one, and so good. It was great to you watch. You got to go back and watch the, uh, the one on Rowdy Roddy Piper.
1: Yep. So good. Uh,
0: I'm watching it on the free app right now. So Mm -hmm. they only make certain ones available and I got to watch those ones. There's a couple other ones, but I'll I'll have to look to see if that one's available. Yeah. So cool stuff. I like the A&E stuff they got for the rest of WWE. So, all right. The next question that we have before we get to our voicemail is from Koopa Kid 80. With the Mario Direct today and Mario Day being tomorrow, what is the dad's favorite Mario game? I'll start with that first. What's your favorite Mario? Whoa, game? Oh, all of them.
2: <laughs> I, yeah, that's, I, a hard,
0: that's, that's a hard. That's uh, a hard question. So
1: I want honestly, I do have a favorite. I have two favorites. So I'm going to go favorite 2D, favorite 3D. All right. Okay. So uh, I would say favorite 2D is always, always, always going to be Super Mario Brothers three. Always. Okay. Um, with Mario World being a very, very close second. All right, like sometimes it actually edges Mario Three. It Depends on what mood I'm in. But three D, three D, it's it's Super Mario three D World, greatest Mario game of all time, greatest three D Mario of all time. That's it.
2: Okay, Jesse, I think mine's kind of a toss up between Odyssey and three D World.
0: Yep. I, right. I
2: tried going back to the 2D games, and I just can't
0: play them anymore. I don't know why. Hmm. I really enjoyed New Super Mario Brothers, the first one. Uh, that was a really good, two, like a new version of the 2D games, and I, I, for whatever that is, I just loved that game and just had a lot of fun with that. So for my 2D version, I would say that one. For my 3D Mario, that is hard because for a long time it was Super uh, Super Mario Land, 3D, mm-hmm. 3D Land uh, uh, on the 3DS. That to me was a really good 3D game too, um, especially because it was on the 3DS. But then Odyssey came and that to me just was like everything in that game just hit all the right buttons for me mm-hmm. and... Um, and I'm not like I don't play a lot of the 3D Mario games. Like, um, I really couldn't get into 64, I couldn't get into um, some of the other ones, but uh, yeah, Odyssey was one that really stuck out to me. So I think that's my favorite 3D one. In front of us, Mario was missing. <laughs> Uh, so the next question is favorite Mario RPG. So like paper Mario or Mario and Luigi games.
1: I'm going to have to say it's uh, super paper Mario for the Wii. And the reason for that is, I know, and I know some people don't like kind of classify that as an RPG, but I think it is uh, that game came out the day my son was born. Nice. And so I will always remember like coming home And, like, sitting on the couch with him swaddled up, you know, uh, me and my wife both going through Super Paper Mario. Nice. Uh, It was just, there's so many, like, memories of life that surround that title for me. That'll do it.
0: Jesse, you got one? I think uh, Bowser's Inside Story. Uh, That would be a close second. It's a good one. I actually didn't get to play that one. I was gonna say Superstar Saga is my favorite. So that would be Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga.
2: I remember trying to play that on the GBA and for some reason couldn't get into it. But when the the 3DS remake came out, I was I played three of that one.
0: Nice. Okay. Uh favorite Mario villain. Ooh. Awful. From said Bowser's Inside
2: Story. And, and I think <laughs> The other game you meant, uh, uh, Superstar, Superstar Saga. He's in Superstar Saga. Yeah. Saga too, right? Yeah, it's the
1: it's God. His tech, his his uh, noise, dialogue, his dialogue is so good. Um Man, it's always going to be okay. Okay, don't get me wrong. Bowser's great, but going back to Mario Three, it's the Koopa Kids. Man, I was obsessed. Mm. I was obsessed with the Koopa Kids. As a, as a kid myself, like that, like that's, and Wart, like free Wart, man. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still tore up about Wart, not getting like,
0: where's his due, man? Right. I, oh. I have to go with Bowser, especially after uh, Bowser's Fury, that, that version of Bowser just, just sick that's just sick right there oh yeah absolutely (laughs) my favorite version of bowser uh and then uh favorite episode of the super mario super show none of them he's just he's just kidding the very last one (laughs) the one that ended the series (laughs) he said to have a great show guys so great great questions koopa kid that was awesome so with that we'll move to our voicemail from christian
2: Hey, Nintendo Dads, it's me, Christian. I was just calling because
1: my family and I are planning our spring break. We're actually flying out to Iceland for spring break. And so that got me thinking, hey, what about you guys?
2: What's your fantasy destination? My family and I have been planning this trip for probably the last five to six years, and now we're finally able to do it with all the kids old enough. So we're super excited. I'd like to hear about where you'd like to go for a vacation. All right, guys, I hope you're having a great day. See
1: ya. Whoa,
2: uh, man, Japan, yeah, J- J- yeah. Japan is Japan is my bucket list trip, and my wife and I are one planning on doing that for our twentieth year wedding anniversary. So we got a few years to go for th- for that to break you know save up money and get passports and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Don't know what we're gonna do yet. Yeah, you know, I, I i don't I don't think i'm i'm up for just going there free reign, and I'd rather go with like some sort of tour group. But of course, tour groups are very restrictive and what you can and can't do. So I'm kind of tossed between mm-hmm. the two. But I think we would need something with a little organization and at least assistance with communication if we're. You know, not in Tokyo, where apparently English right. get you well, get you around, but
0: you know, it pretty much anywhere else, you're gonna need help. Hopefully, if you got a group, hopefully they got like a, a little flexibility in there. Like, yeah, you do the tour stuff, but then, hey, you got like a couple hours to go do your own thing over here in this district or over here when we're over in this area, you know. So, yeah, you know, as uh, as an option. Yeah.
2: I'm not 100% sure what's available, so that's
0: something. We'll yeah, I, I wouldn't know either. For me, it's uh, I, over the years, have learned I actually don't like flying. I get very uncomfortable with flying.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's not a heights thing. It's just I'll do it if I have to. I'm not like Mr. T where you need to knock me out or anything like that. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's more of just like. I don't know, it just makes me nervous, anxious. I don't know what you call it. There's just some sort of something like, there. Probably what I feel like when I do road trips. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh I prefer, I like driving, so I don't mind a road trip, but just being stuck in a plane and not I think the I think the part that now that I think of it, the part that I don't like is I'm stuck in a plane and if anything were to happen, I have no control over it. I mean, it's not like I have control over if I get in a car accident either, but still, you know, it's like the plane, it's like, I'm up in the sky. If anything happens, it's not like, you know, I can do anything about it. But anyways, it's so, I don't know. My wife's kind of the same too. She doesn't feel like she would want to go on a long plane trip. So going to Tokyo um, intrigues me. It would be something like, Hey, if someone said, Hey, well, you know, you want a trip to Tokyo probably would do it, but Choice wise, um, I guess my dream vacation would be um, I've always wanted to take my family to Disney World for whatever reason, either cost wise or whatever, just haven't been able to do it. I would love to be able to take them there, especially around Christmas time. When I've gone, when I was a kid and a teenager, we've always gone around that, that time between Thanksgiving and Christmas time and love how they set up the park love Christmas time at Disney world and would love. And Mm -hmm. I always wished I could take my family there to experience that. So I just, I know I probably just need to talk to, uh, um, some like a travel agent or something like that. We, we have a friend through the, you know, Drew's group, the Disney guys, uh, Jordan, she's done it. So, um, Uh, and even offered to help us with the New York trip at one point. So, but anyways, um, I would, sorry, I got lost in train of thought. I was like, yeah, I actually should talk to her, but anyways, that's (laughs) one option. But then the other option is, is a few years down the line after uh, Mario world opens up in Florida, that would be awesome to be able to take the whole family to take the whole family to universal studios to do everything there In the Florida version, because it's huge to be able to do the Hogwarts Mm -hmm. and, you know, all the different movie things over there. And and then including the Super Mario World there would be would be super cool. Yep. So, great question, Christian. Well, that's it from the community. On to you, Marty, to close out the show. (laughs) Yeah, so that's episode
1: 417 of Nintendo Dads. We want to thank you for hanging out with us on uh, the recording tonight or today or whenever you're listening to that. And as we close out the same, we want a show, we want to say a huge thanks to our Patreon producers, Dave Ernzberger, RJ Kern, and Jacqueline Amira, as well as to our other 90-plus patrons who helped make the, uh, the all of this happen. You know, guys, teamwork makes the dream work. And if you'd like to help make the dream work, you can hand over uh, to uh, patreon.com backslash Nintendo Dads and join up. Uh, and be part of a special group of people that are uh, the best community on the internet you guys win you're awesome also a huge shout out to our 15 twitch subscribers and over 1400 twitch followers and a shout out to our almost 6700 youtube subscribers thank you guys seriously we say this every show because we would not be here if it wasn't for you So, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Check out our website at nintendodads.org for Spotify podcast feeds uh, for all of our Nintendo Dads family of podcasts, including Game Pass News, Dads After Dark, and the Retro Logic family of podcasts, Retro Logic, On Topic Retro, Retro Groove, and Film Logic posting new episodes regularly uh, wherever you listen to podcasts, especially you can find those Spotify links over there. You can find our latest YouTube videos and tweets, as well as access to all of our other social media, Patreon and Extra Life pages and Nintendo Dads merch. And don't forget, head over to our sponsor, Manscaped, at manscaped.com and use the code NINDADS, that's N-I-N-D-A-D-S, to get 20% off your order and free shipping. Yes, even the Peak Hygiene Program, you can use it there. Email us at nintendodads at gmail.com or call in and leave a voicemail like our good friend Christian at 929 25 That's 929-256-3237. I want to say a big thanks to OC Remix for the music used throughout the show. A reminder, wherever you download us and listen to us in your podcast app of choice or podcatcher or whatever you want to call it, Please go and leave us a five-star review and write some comments about the show. It helps other people find us. It helps people discover all the goodness that's here right in this general direction with all of us here uh, at Nintendo Dance. For me, for Tim, for Jesse, this has been episode 417. We'll see you next week.
0: Bye-bye. Check you later.
1: Thank you for listening to Nintendo Dads. We sound like the damn Nintendo Dads all of a sudden.